0: Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am David, your host. And I am Philip, your other host. Gobble Gobble. And we welcome you to our Thanksgiving Day special. That's right, we're actually releasing this the day before Thanksgiving, despite the fact that we would normally be releasing this on a Friday. We decided we wanted you guys to get the Thanksgiving episode before Thanksgiving, because obviously you listen to the Pow Wow episodes as soon as they come out. Ba-bam! Before we get into Thanksgiving, Phil, there's something I do want to talk about which is completely unrelated and it's not about you and it's not about me and I rarely ever get interest even remotely interested in the tabloid nonsense. Okay. But Pete Davidson <laughs> potentially dating Kim Kardashian is so interesting to me. I just feel like we kind of have to spend like a minute talking about it because I I like I think a lot of people are seeing this as, like, this weird, like, venture out of her comfort zone for Kim Kardashian, whereas, like, for me, I'm like, I'm more surprised that Pete Davidson is going with Kim, like, I don't know, it just seems like, <laughs> what are your thoughts on it? A couple thoughts.
1: One, Kim, this feels like it completes the trifecta because she's really gone all all the way around the world. She's tried the the media mogul that is Kanye. She's tried athletic superstars that are uh, around the N- NBA. And then she's also tried the uber rich person that you've never heard of. She's tried all those. And I think what this proves and that she's finally gotten the last infinity stone in her gauntlet is that Pete Davidson has one of the biggest members of all the grand juries out there. If you know. <laughs> and I, I, that's what I believe this news to be, because I don't, I don't know that they're dating I don't know, man. I I just might just be enjoying their
0: time together on the magic carpet ride. I don't doubt that Pete Davidson is a is a friggin' catch, but maybe it's got something to do with like, oh, bet you weren't expecting this. But for me, like, I think a lot of people maybe are seeing it as a step down for Kim K. Whereas I think it's totally a step up. I mean, Kanye can can hit the road man. Pete Davidson's awesome and I don't know it just it's just the most interesting thing to come out of out of the tabloids ever I think. The rest of it's just such nonsense but I don't know this this caught my eye and I was intrigued man. Anyway, let's move on. Anything uh, anything interesting happen with you this week, Phil? No, well, again, by now
1: everybody knows that we are proudly a week ahead of of normal schedule. So normally, we have about we're within a week's schedule of a release time, so now we're two weeks ahead technically by the time that this comes out we will have done this a while back so weirdly enough i will be more in a christmas mood by the time we get to and record our christmas episode more so than i'm in like a thanksgiving mood thanksgiving really sneaks up on me and it hits it's it's like the day of i'm like yeah i'm really thankful but before then the weeks leading up to it i'm not there christmas i'm there like all month long i'm the person giving out hugs and kisses and and kissing babies to babies that i don't even know like that's how charitable i am during the holidays because i just feel the spirit how charitable of you to to kiss those babies phil (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I um I I had a big uh COVID scare this week. Not well, at least within the 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 family, we had a big COVID scare. Everyone's tested negative so far. We're not quite out of it yet. We're still we're still going to do a little bit more. And uh cases are just running rampant right now and so we're actually in a partial lockdown again, oh, man. which is a real drag. But but the powwow goes on and here we are gathered around this this digital campfire. So join us will you for this this next endeavor. Well,
1: the table is set. We are ready to dig into our Thanksgiving festivities. There is one small problem, though, David. We don't have any food for this Thanksgiving feast we are about to dig into. Well, hold the damn phone. No food. Yes, no food. So we're going to have to each prepare ourselves our own little Thanksgiving feast. Now, the catch here, of course, and the theme for this episode is that we are going to be bringing forth our very own Thanksgiving feast, but we're not going to be so vanilla as to go around and be bringing you turkeys and, and yams and pecan pie. We're, no, 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 no. We, we have the capability to do so if we wish, but our thought was to identify sides, a dessert, and a main turkey, if you will, a main dish that we would serve if we had to come up with our own Thanksgiving feast, something that we could prepare ourselves, something beyond just throwing it in the microwave or having to learn, something that we could easily come up with, have made for ourselves, can make for ourselves and for others. And this is the type of feast you would expect at one of our humble abodes if we were to be hosting Thanksgiving. And along with it, we will be giving forth an appropriate sized thanks or a uh, thing that we are thankful for along with it. So bear with us. We'll get there. So for the first side that we have here, David, what dish are you preparing for and what are you thankful for?
0: All right. My first is, of course, a side dish. And now let, let me be clear. I'm obviously not American and I'm not a, you know, we've never really celebrated Thanksgiving up until a few years ago. And so, I know that there's this huge debate. Obviously, because I followed pop culture, there's this huge debate between between how to do your potatoes on Thanksgiving. Is it mashed? Is it whatever? Is it you know with clumps, without clumps, with peas and carrots? I don't know. That what I would do is forget potatoes. Instead, we do potato dumplings. There's a German potato dumpling called Knödel, and with a, uh, lo- a wonderful gravy made from the yeah let's let's canoodle on thanksgiving canoodle. um <laughs> canoodle and yeah it made um served with a wonderful gravy made from the juices of the main dish which is forthcoming okay. now what i'm thankful for first of all is snl we we're talking about ah, pete davidson yes. i'm really thankful recently for snl man more and more recently I have been thoroughly enjoying it. Dude, uh whenever they post all their sketches on YouTube, I love that no matter what, good or bad, they commit so compl- completely to the comedy and that makes it enjoyable no matter no matter if it if it's working or not. It's just so so fun what they do each and every week. Well, not quite every week, but whenever they do their shows, I think it's one of the best things ever to be on TV. And there's a reason they've been going for 40 plus years. I am, I don't know if I'm ever huge. I want to host this show. I want to host SNL. It's like a dream of mine, man. Keep in mind that we are backlogged again. We already said this in the
1: opening, but we're like two weeks behind already. But by the time we even record. So for me recently, I just watched uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother, host SNL, dude. There was like yeah. one really bad skit, but it otherwise was phenomenal. It was a great. Wait, which one, which one did you think was the bad one? Oh, now I forget. There it was. Um, uh, it was it was a phenomenal episode. Phenomenal episode. All right. Uh, my yeah. first side, something that I can make and something that I feel quite good at making. And I know that you're going to scoff at this, but I am quite good. And making sourdough toast. And we need a carb, we need a bread, and so therefore mine will be sourdough toast. Not just rolls, rolls are lazy. We will go to sourdough toast. I will toast everybody's bread. I know the perfect place. I know just how to work that toaster. And I will appropriately dab and slather and lather each piece of toast with the appropriate, the appropriate amount of butter. What am I a uh, side dish thankful for? I'm thankful to you, Hoffman, for introducing me to epic sax guy from Eurovision. That is the, (laughs) for those who don't know, I know, for those who do not know and are unaware, because I certainly, being an ugly American, did not know fully what the thing of Eurovision was or even the lore that comes along with it. But there is one guy, if you look up on YouTube, I guarantee you, give give it two minutes. Give it two minutes. I think that's even being generous. I think you just need one. But give it two minutes of Epic Sax Guy. That's spelled S-A-X for those of you with completely dirty minds. Epic Sax Guy. And it is just a bop. It is an absolute bop of a, of a song. And that is the gift that keeps on giving every once in a while whenever I see it on YouTube. I click on it every time and I just listen to the... Um, bah, 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 da-da-da-da, bah, it just You cannot stop bopping to it. So thank you to you, Hoffman, for your contribution to that blank space in my mind. What is your second side dish, Hoffman?
0: My second side dish is not a side dish at all. It is a beverage and I'm going with eggnog, man. Last year, we and my family made eggnog from scratch for the first time and it is so good over ice. It's got that like cinnamony, nutmeggy, like creamy, spicy. Oh, it's just so good! And here's my recommendation: don't use any old rum or whatever other like whiskey. Some recipes have like whiskey instead. No, 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 no. It has to be rum, and it really should be Kraken spiced rum. It is the absolute bee's knees of all rums, and that ex- that spiciness. Adds so much to the eggnog, you will not be sorry. Now, I am thankful for. I am thankful for safe, non-hormonal forms of birth control. The world of possibilities that are open to us, thanks to that, is just wonderful. And that's all that needs to be said. <laughs> all right. Um, my side that I'm
1: quite thankful for to be bringing to you this day is something that I can create with uh, with an assistance from my from my uh, stepdad Tom. He will help with the protein portion of this because he's quite good at roasting. Oh my goodness, he's he's smoke heavy right now where everything in his world and his life and thus our lives is smoked. And once you introduce somebody to that world, they're stuck in it and he can't stop talking about it. Oh, I smoked this for 12 hours. I smoked this for 15 hours. This bad boy smoked for 72 hours. I don't even know what it is. And it could be like a piece of avocado for all I know. But he's going to be smoking me some chicken. And I will then be taking said chicken and make everybody small little cuts of dairy free quesadillas because they are delicious. I know how to make them. And they are quite good with that smoked seasoning. Ooh, Mm, mm. delicious. My last side thank you will be thankful to have had a remote job this past year. Uh, It's the first time I've ever had a remote job. And I must admit, having that ability to work out of uniform, or at least having exclusively top uniform, much like I do on the podcast, but having a top uniform, not having a commute, to account for on top of the job, it's, uh, it's, it's envious. It's a very enviable job, I must admit. And I know also during COVID and during quarantine, a lot of people, myself included actually, did lose their job. And so I was thankful at all to be having a job, especially in the career field that I I am endearing uh, in, in towards and going towards. So I, I am very thankful for that. Uh, let's move along and we'll skip our main course for now, just for now. And we'll go to our dessert. So what is, David, your dessert that you will be serving slash making? And maybe a little sweet thank you, something that you're sweetly thankful for.
0: Again, I'm coming at you with something non-American. This is a South African tart of kind. So it's like uh it's I'm not about that pumpkin pie or that pecan or pecan pie. I am I'm all about milk tart. Now, it's normally made with condensed milk, but we actually have a recipe that doesn't use condensed milk. It's not as sweet. It's more, it's just very enjoyable. And it's like a, I don't know, like a creamy custardy tart, but it's like kind of firm-ish. It's more, it's like a jelly almost. I don't know. I I don't know how to describe it. And you like dust cinnamon over the top and it's just the greatest dessert you'll ever have. Highly recommend. Look it up if you if you if you can. You I'm can sure there's this. loads of recipes online. You
1: yourself, often oh, yeah. can
0: make it. wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I mean, with a recipe, yes. Sure. I don't have it memorized. Okay, but yes. And what are you uh, sweetly thankful for? Oh yes. What am I thankful for, Phil? I'm thankful for you and your commitment to this endeavor of ours, our podcast, and I'm equally thankful to our regular listeners. And the positive feedback that we've gotten from a few of, uh, a few of you who have re- reached out in the past, uh, I really think we've each found a partner in each other with a similar commitment to making things work. And eventually, I truly believe that it will pay off. So thank you. Oh, wonderful, man.
1: I, um, I will, will find some similar uh, ground here as I go to my dessert. And of course, my dessert will be something that you all should probably know by now that I can make, that I do make. I make on the regular, and a lot of people question me over it, and I understand why because it looks disgusting in my preferred version of this. Yes, of course, I'm talking about smoothies. I would have smoothies on demand at my Thanksgiving feast as the dessert. Now, my smoothie, of course, would contain broccoli and strawberries and orange juice, but I will not be such a heathen that I would force everybody else to have said, type of a concoction. You can have whatever variety of fruit smoothie you want. And I'm pretty good at making smoothies. I'm pretty good at mashing, knowing where to find and and measuring it out eye level wise. So that's uh, I feel like I feel very good about making smoothies for dessert. But my sweet full thank you. I'm thankful for the listeners and you you included them in yours and I want to just kind of uh, go a little bit more, uh, especially the ones that I know. Of course, I'm thankful for all the listeners, but for the ones that I know that listen, that continue to listen, uh, since those who uh, I know give me feedback and help me to think of constructive ways to grow and to better the podcast itself, it just, it really is a tremendous thing and service that they do for me because i I never want to be so caught up in my own world and you're very much like this too hoffman where i'm not above taking criticism not above making something better that's better for everybody whether that's making it better for us to talk about making it better for you guys to enjoy and for those who i know that that talk to me and whose opinion i value i love uh that you guys continue to listen and give me constructive feedback on the podcast because you enjoy it yourself, that there's that really no better compliment than to go out of your way and do something that that really I'm, I'm not paying them to do so. I'm not doing anything other than just saying, hey, I really much appreciate this. So, so thank you sincerely and thank you to all of our listeners. Let's go to the main dish here, David. The main dish. And so I think we both agreed pretty much unanimously that while turkey, it's a staple, it's a staple and it's fine. Neither one of us <laughs> knows how to how the hell to cook a turkey, so it's not even possible for us to put a turkey on this table. But what are you placing instead of a turkey? What will you be cutting in front of all your friends and family this fine
0: Thanksgiving, Hoffman? Man, f- turkey. <laughs> even if I could, even if I could cook turkey, not not interested. No. Now, would you try a here fried we'll see turkey? How, just how much? I'm sorry, what? Would you try a fried turkey? I'm sure you've heard of such a thing. No. No, okay. No. 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 Now, this is where I asked you how much I can bend the rules here. Goose goose is better in just about every way than turkey. It's more flavorful, it's less dry, it's just better. And it'll give you a wonderful gravy for that canoodle. Mm. Uh, now, I'm wondering, I've never actually made goose myself. But I don't doubt that I could. However... If if you say that goose doesn't count because I haven't made it my, in myself, then I'll go with duck breast. Duck breast is fantastic. It's not that difficult. It's not that complicated. It just has to be timed correctly and done very carefully, and it is so so good with the crispy skin. Mm, just delightful, and that too will give you will give you a fantastic gravy. Uh, if you use port in the in the gravy, it works fantastically well so you're saying breast uh,
1: helps to make for a good canoodle gravy
0: (laughs) oh yeah baby yes (laughs) yes and and we're thankful for that and i'm thankful for my own goddamn resilience through this pandemic where i lost a lot of what i had built for myself and a lot of the direction that i had before and uh and i'm still plugging away and i haven't given up so Kill me. <laughs> you know what I, I will say, as an aside man, I, I
1: will I don't know how you do it a lot of the times. i, I we've talked on air, off air, off this podcast, and uh, and I know that it it's it would be a struggle for me to be in your spot, uh, as sexy as you are, as refined of a man as you can be, and as intelligent as I find you to be, uh, it's still incredibly hard to be have everything within your grasp, just for outside sources, things out of your control to wrestle them away. And, and I think that you've done splendidly throughout all of this. I think that you've been productive. That's my personal take on it. And I applaud you and think that while we have reached an unfortunate anniversary for you, I think that you've made the best out of it and grown as a person and will come to cherish this just as I have at some point down the road. My main dish Of course, I would uh, hold you to something that you can cook because if there were uh, this and that and all this stuff, I probably would choose like lobster or something. But I've never cooked a lobster in my mind, but uh, lobster sounds good. But if we're doing stuff that I can cook that I actually would prefer over turkey, I think, I'd go with salmon. Now, salmon... Very hard to get right, but lately I've been getting more and more into it. Not influenced by our our mutual friend here, David Sampson. If anything, it's in spite of David Sam and Sampson over there. I <laughs> I managed to uh, find the the love of salmon all myself as uh, I. Poke fun of uh, of my best friend over there, uh, but salmon. I think that lately I've been cooking pretty good renditions of it. It's healthy, and if you get to be good with salmon, it's it's really never unwanted. I think I know a lot of people even like to put it cold on their bagels and stuff. I think that there's a lot of good iterations of salmon. So, and then my main thankful note here: I'm thankful to my family for hosting me this year. We have not killed each other, nor have been at each other's throats. And it's been nice to uh, have been around my family as much as I have this past year. It's They've been incredibly generous with a lot, whether it be time, resources, helping me out. Lord knows I try to help out as much as I possibly can on my end. Sometimes we miss stuff on either side just because life gets in the way. I'm glad to have a new addition this year to our family, my uh, younger sister.
0: Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I'd say her name, but I, Wonderful. But I actually think i can't for legal reasons but um my younger sister who has been
0: <laughs> no I'm, I'm serious as long as, as no, i no, i know i know sure. it just kind of sounded like i know this is not what you were going to say but it kind of sounded like you were going to say i just can't remember oh what no, no 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 <laughs> no no no. Um. no 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 yeah of course of course and i just want to clarify I, I i avoided the 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 sort of predictable thankfuls you know like family friends uh, health whatever and not that those aren't the most important things i just uh i just didn't want people to think that that that's not what i'm thankful for obviously just just to clarify
1: yes and and i'm i also would like to add one more thankfulness i'm thankful that you aren't thankful to your family because i love them (laughs) and i'm not i'm kidding all right let's uh let's get out of this group of thankfulness maybe i think most people will go to my dinner uh more so am i being delusional slightly delusional here david more people would choose my
0: probably my my probably. feast of sourdough t- what was your main course <laughs> my again main course oh. is salmon <laughs> your salmon yeah. <laughs> yeah. no no I, I think i think they're coming to my thanksgiving man i got duck breast on the on the table absolutely well let's you got the pescatarians coming at your, <laughs> your to
1: your thanksgiving come forth my children to the smoothie salmon uh, and sourdough
0: feast oh. that awaits you i do love sourdough i do love yes sourdough. absolutely this episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by SIDES. Meet SIDES. S-I-D-E-S. An app that helps you take the law into your own hands.
1: Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, SIDES will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that, one, that was
0: supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I guess we can use SIDES to settle this dispute. Because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. (laughs)
1: And we get to our uh, mini segment of the week. Did you enjoy my, uh, did you enjoy my, little holiday What was, what was holiday that sound treat? at
0: the end there? That, that like, that like smacking um, um, sound. Like that was, that was a little much. I, I'm bit, not sure I liked that, that part. Yes. Uh, yeah. What was
1: that? <laughs> I wanted to tell a story. Oh, what was that? I just found that online. And can I just tell you? that that actually is a pet peeve of mine whenever people eat with their mouth open. So having to listen to over like 10 minutes of that, finding the quote unquote right smacking of lips and fingers was just painful was just painful, but I'm glad that it was equally painful. you
0: can for you. get rid of it. you can get I, rid of it. The rest of it was fantastic. The rest of it was fantastic. thank you, thank you. I appreciate that all right'm um, I'm, I'm very much getting into right. the
1: spirit of things and and I wanted to make sure we told a story at least once on this Thanksgiving day okay. and you'll f- hear it for the years to come I'm sure but, but let's right. get back to the to the segment of the moment. Uh, you will be missed. we've introduced this before and Quite honestly, it's one of my favorite segments. I'm so glad uh, we get to to hear it. Let's uh, let's get right to it, David. What will you miss?
0: Manual gearboxes. More and more sustainability movements and electric cars, which are a good thing, but aren't ma- Electric cars aren't made with manual gearboxes. Not to mention people's laziness and lack of appreciation for true driving. Driving will soon become as mundane and boring as you all think it is. Manual gearboxes, you will be missed.
1: A dear friend of mine, we say goodbye after our three-year partnership in our endeavors. My electric toothbrush, my dear, dear friend... I throw you down the drain, not because I don't love you, but because I do love you. It is time to rest, my friend. Your time has run out. We're going to be coming at this particular once more from two different angles here, talking about Thanksgiving traditions. Mine, of course, probably being the more stable and uh, more. Traditional sense of the word Thanksgiving traditions, and you having your own slight variation of that, Hoffman. So, it, it, with all due respect, I think I'll, uh, I'll <laughs> you st- could say that. Yeah, I think I'll start and then we'll get to your funkiness. Go ahead. Yes. So, uh, for Thanksgiving traditions, one of the few things that is, uh, that is a constant, I have three things here. One, go over to my uncle's house, I go up to my cousin Luke's bed. And I jump in. This is the most comfortable bed I have ever had the pleasure to be in, Hoffman. And I say that in all honesty, in all sincerity, this bed was crafted from the ass cheeks of a fallen angel. It is so damn comfortable it rains high. It's got, it's got height. It sinks in like a pillow. It, it just lets you sleep. And, and this is a well-known thing. My cousin knows that if ever his bed is stolen one night and there's nothing else missing, he knows that it's, I finally sought out and, and bolstered up the courage to take what is rightfully birthfully mine because this bed deserves a true champion to be slept on. Oh, I love that bed. Um, next while at said uncle's house, We eat Thanksgiving lunch, uh, since any good Thanksgiving dinner is preceded by a lunch, and then the dinner's more of a reheating of leftovers, or just keeping things going, keeping things warm. So we eat the Thanksgiving lunch after holding hands and singing a familial song. The matriarch of the family, the mother of whose family I go over to for Thanksgiving, my family, I guess, came up with this song or incorporated this song, Everything's Giving for Us to Sing. We sing and we hold hands. It's actually quite sweet, quite a tender moment. And that's uh, one tradition. And finally, finally, of course, we watch the football games, now three of them, and go through the Black Friday deals for gifts for the masses. That's my personal one. I know that uh, a couple years back, that's how I found your personal gift, Hoffman, one of yours, um, through a Black Friday deal. It's not because I don't love you. It's because I just don't have money. So, That's (laughs) (laughs) that's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Those are my sure. traditions. Well, how about you, Hoffman? How did
0: you? T- is that is that the is that the grand sum, or do you have more no, that's that you're? Pretty much share? It. That's
1: pretty much it. The rest is is pretty All much right, what you. And right. I'm
0: just gonna give you a quick a quick as possible rundown of the four Thanksgivings that I've celebrated in my life. The first one was when I first moved to the U.S. I mean, obviously, again, I'll just clarify. I went to an international school that w- it was an American international school, so there was always like a Thanksgiving lunch on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and we always got the long weekend off. But other than that, never celebrated Thanksgiving until I moved to the U.S. The first Thanksgiving I ever had was a Friendsgiving, and that was fun. Everyone brought something. I was in charge of bringing pumpkin pie and whipped cream, wow. so I did that, and it was it was fun. I didn't know the people that well, but it was my first time in L.A. It was my first time living in the U.S., so that's what I did. The second one I did with my, my apartment, the people who are living in my apartment with me and one of their boyfriends. And it was mediocre. We made a chicken because a turkey would have been outrageous for just four people. I mean, maybe we just weren't weren't ambitious enough. But it was okay. It was fun. It was it was as much as we could have done, the four of us. My third Thanksgiving was an all American Thanksgiving. It was like this. I had a friend who was staying with this American family, a friend from the UK who was staying with this American family, and they heard that I had nowhere to go for Thanksgiving. So being Wonderful, hospitable, just such kind people. They invited me to spend Thanksgiving with them and their family, and it was this big family gathering, and it was absolutely wonderful. They had two turkeys, wow, and just yeah, it was huge. And there was all I brought was cheese. I brought like (laughs) two cheeses and maybe a bottle of wine. I'm not even. I don't even think I bought brought a bottle of wine, but it was like the traditional Thanksgiving, and it was it was it was wonderful to experience that. And they are just awesome people. And then my last Thanksgiving was here. I brought it home with me to my family because it really made an impression, an impression on me as a just wonderful family holiday with the right sentiments, not necessarily the greatest of histories, right. but the right sentiments in the modern day. And it's, it brings family together. It has, it has a lot to offer and it's even as a com- in a community a communal sense, the charity that takes place on Thanksgiving is fantastic as well. So I brought it home to my family. Obviously, we did things differently. We added our own twists, as you heard in the main topic. We made uh, duck breast. We because we normally do goose for for Christmas. So we did duck breast. We did our own whatever, and eggnog, obviously and it was it was just wonderful and we did the thankful thing everyone goes around the table and says what they're thankful for so those have been my thanksgiving's for and counting once i've started obviously now the football as well just as a side note but yeah now now i have no intention of stopping celebrating thanksgiving i think it is just great and it is time to move on and we come to the game section of the episode and finally, after forty well, this is no after forty-one episodes, we're on episode forty-two. I get to welcome on my friend Devin. I do believe, Devin, did I did I not invite you like months and months ago? I think you, and you, you were invited just so, me
2: one time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you were just so busy at the time. So here we are. Finally you're coming on, and we're delighted to have you. And we have a fun Thanksgiving game for you. But first, we're going to ask you a few questions now I know you so I only get one question. Phil does well Phil does know you actually you guys have met mm-hmm. and you got uh, Phil's got two questions for you because he knows you less we'll say okay. yes yeah. So shall we shall we begin? Of Anything's course. fair game is that right Devin? Anything is fair game. Okay well, we'll try not to get too personal here but uh, go ahead okay. Phil speak for yourself. All right
1: Devin first of all in our Thanksgiving themed episode, pecan or pecan pie. I'm a pecan kind of guy. Wow! Oh, fancy. I like I like
2: the fanciness of it.
1: So when you eat your slice of pecan pie, do you have pinky out, pinky in, which way? Always out. Or always out. Always. Pinky out when eating yeah. pecan pie. All
0: right, your turn. To like Hopper. straight back
1: too. Straight back, yes.
2: Good. All straight right, back. posture. Yeah. <laughs> a little monocle. My
0: question, my question for you, Devin, is: Would you spend? Two months living alone with your favorite celebrity just for the chance to meet them. You have to live with them for two months, just the two of you. And obviously we want to know who it it would be.
2: Oh, that's that's a
0: good question.
1: And you can't change your answer on who your favorite celebrity is because you get the opportunity to be
2: alone with them for two months. Okay. (laughs) I have like top three and they're all kind of like tied. And that's either... Okay,
0: lay it on us. Johnny
2: Depp, Jim Carrey and Leonardo DiCaprio and right. I, with any of them, I would live with them for two months just to meet with them. Yeah, yeah, what's he? Yeah, eating definitely, Devin I, would li- I would live with them forever. Live wow. with them forever, yeah. my goodness, if, if, they, if they really felt comfortable with it.
1: All right, well, there we go. My last one here, Devin. Which family member of yours do you hate the most? And I want names. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Again, them Thanksgiving themed, Thanksgiving themed episodes. We've all got one. Give me the, the Aunt Bertha or the, the one who, uh, <laughs> whoever brings really
0: bad, uh, casseroles to oh the, God. to the gathering. Uh, just, just so you know, they probably don't listen to Pow Wow podcast. Oh probably, no, I know But they we don't. can't guarantee that they don't. Actually,
2: actually, I think, I think one of my cousins have seen it. They're like, what is this? Phenomenal. I, I, I was telling them about it. Exquisite. So then, Fantastic. Uh, that's what no, we like so
1: to hear. So that uh, means Devin, you avoid picking them.
2: No, I will pick them just so oh, they know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a that's a difficult question. I haven't really thought about that. I'm a big family man, so
1: so you, you're really in love hate... with everybody. There's not not a one family member who annoys you whenever you see them. Whenever you're like, hey, pass the butter roll, you're like, God damn it, Jerry, hold your own knife.
0: He's a family guy. Okay. He's Lucky there's a family uh, guy. Yeah. yeah,
1: we all went there. Okay, Devin. Um, f- f- fair enough. Is there is there an annoying table habit that is uh, done at Thanksgiving at your family? Is there something negative at all about your family meetings during Thanksgiving?
2: I will I will say this. The one that can annoy me the most is my stepmom. Okay, um, there we she go. Just like, she has anger issues. Mm. And so does my brother. And so one of those dinner habits is they like to argue over stupid. Like if someone grabbed a dinner roll that they wanted, they'll argue about it, probably something like that. Phenomenal. All Uh, right. I still love it.
1: All right. You still love them since it is my game. Because it is your guest, David, even though I have met Devin and competed against him with him in him, no, that's not it. Um, I (laughs) competed against him in all forms possible. I still uh, get the game today. So Uh, The game is called Storytime. Of course, I love a good themed game. And who doesn't love Storytime? Well, not all of us. Whenever we get to Thanksgiving dinner, we all have that relative who sits us down, traps us, plops us down while we're trying to enjoy our dang pecan pie. And then we get stuck into a story that we do not care about. We barely listen to. We're trying to inch our way away from the conversation moving our legs one over each other trying to lean and just nodding politely saying "Uh uh-huh uh-huh and get out so in lieu of that we aren't going to be doing quite that but we will be doing something like that we will each tell three nonsensical stories me and david the player's job is to identify which word was said the most during each story uh, identify the correct word, and you get a point. We will go to the end with each person guessing, or one contestant can buzz in early and get and guess which word will be said the most. This will lock out the other contestant from scoring with that particular word, should they wish to say the same word as the contestant who buzzed in earlier. So, in uh, at, for an example, if I'm giving out the story and you devon are playing and competing against david and david buzzes in mid-story and says i believe the word is bronco then he gets the word bronco locked in but he has no he cannot change his answer he cannot modify that answer you devon get the luxury of listening to the rest of the story and making a final guess and you would pretty much be uh, persuaded to guess anything but bronco since you cannot guess or since you cannot score from that word so let us begin devon who would you wish to compete against first
2: i'll compete against david
1: david meaning i get to go to story time first i love it oh yeah oh i'm excited yes. this. This, is a, this is a fun one this is a fun one yes yes absolutely all right hoffman you're facing against fuller Of the Devons, and I will begin my... Devon of Clan Fuller. Davon. All right, I begin my story. (coughs) Dipsy and Flopsy traveled to their local store to buy some licorice. Now, Dipsy and Flopsy were bunnies, and bunnies love licorice. But to go to the store for a bunny is a monumental task when you think of all the foot traffic and footwear involved. Just for a piece of licorice? Are bunnies that hungry for footstops at the licorice store? I guess a bunny's feet never tire. We will go first guess to Devon. Devin, where where would you like to guess what word was said the most?
2: Well, I know the word was bunny. He
1: says, so are you going to go with that word? Even I'm though you go know with bunny. Locked He's it go. in, He's stick locking. with
0: it. He's locking all it right, in. Alright, I have a question. Yes. Is is mol- different like tenses or different sort of pluralities of a word do they all count? Yes. So if you
1: say run, ran, and running, they all kind right, of then the I'm gonna word. say foot slash feet. Ah. They were both close, one being four and one being five. However, just like Bunny's getting it on, Devin gets more points added to his score. He gains the first point in this game to three. Here we go. Next story. So I went to pick up my car from Justin, but Justin said that Monica had her car in the repair place as well, which is so funny because Alex knows Justin and he just found out his car is scraping the wrong end of a possum's wet side, which is actually just what Monica calls her car, her little possum. My repairs are going to take like 54 hours, but I don't know if I can stand around scraping my possum purse that long. David, you get to go first on this one. Uh, I am going to say car. He says Car. Devin, where are you going?
2: I guess I'll just say possum. He'll say possum. I believe it
1: was car. For (laughs) nothing. Absolutely. And just like Plain Possum, Devin died on this second story, but yeah. Hoffman got, guessed it correctly. <laughs> now, I, I, guessed, it. I do think it should be noted, because I do have a tiebreaker here, should you both guess the right one. I do think it should be noted that if you both go to the end and have the same guess, you both can score off of the same word. It's only if one okay. contestant goes oh. early into this. Fair enough. Okay. I. Well, I I figured that that's what you wanted, Devin, but I didn't know if. um, That's all good. I didn't want to make it seem obvious that and give you the answer, if not. So here we go. Last one. You both are tied. And remember, you still have the ability to buzz in early via your name. Yes. So here we go. I love jam and jelly, but not just any jam or jelly. I like strawberry, peach, strawberry, blueberry, watermelon, strawberry, jelly. Did I say peach? All that jelly on my bread makes for a yummy sandwich, and anyone who doesn't have a sandwich gets called
0: jelly. David. David. Does berry count? Can I just say berry? Berry I'll take does. take that n- as a no. <laughs> no, berry does not count. <laughs> okay, but, then I'm going to just go with jelly.
1: Jelly. Phenomenal. <clears throat> so, Devin, pretty much any word that's not jelly here. Here we go. I'll start here. Did I say peach? All that jelly on my bread makes for a yummy sandwich, and anyone who doesn't have a sandwich gets called jelly. But you know what I really love? Yelling out words out loud like this: pepperoni, 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 pepperoni. <laughs> I'm gonna go. That is pepperoni. so cheap.
0: It's <laughs> <is> so cheap. <laughs>
1: And just like that, Devin takes the lead with the late push of pepperoni that has taken. There are six pepperoni instances to everything else's four and five. Uh, Barry, of course, being a part of the blue and straw nature. So I didn't count it as one word all right fair enough devin you reign victorious in your first iteration of this game but now you get to go against big papa you get to go against the big turkey you get to go against the big stuffing that's myself
0: do you you have a you have a fun tiebreaker
1: for us to just try out just for funsies absolutely why not because it it will die this week how many yes it will yes it will how many turkeys are eaten on thanksgiving now does this interfere with your tiebreaker david no. No. Okay. Cool. All right. So uh, it would have been, well, it would have been whoever. So I guess we'll, uh, since Devin won, we'll go to Hoffman first. How many turkeys are eaten on Thanksgiving in America, I believe? I'm going to
0: say, wait, you said Devin first? No, I said That'd Dave for me first. Oh, okay. Sorry. I wasn't listening to you. I can I tell. never do. <laughs> I think that it will be around. 80, 90 million turkeys. 90 million. Devin? I wasn't thinking it was going to be that much. I think well, I may I, have gone too high.
2: <laughs> but it makes me think, like, how many people are in America, right? Just America? Or in the world? Just America. I guess. Why would the world celebrate it? I'm going to say so 72 million
1: Seventy-two. He takes the under of the two numbers, and he'll be yeah. glad he did. He would have won both showcases. Uh, the answer is forty-six million turkeys
0: meet their. <laughs> that demise. makes way more sense than yeah. ninety. Ninety. Yes. I you was nearly like ninety. That,
2: that's a lot.
0: I mean, I'm like ninety. Ninety small turkeys.
1: Sure, uh, absolutely, yeah. and and perhaps the number would be greater of Americans who eat. Turkey, but actual turkeys that take to indulge those. uh Those. Yeah,
0: I mean, Americans who eat turkey on Thanksgiving would probably be in the hundreds of millions. Probably just under two hundred, maybe just over two hundred, even like Uh, hundreds of millions. Yeah. Um, All right. So it's now now time for my game, and let me say I put a lot into these stories. Okay, (laughs) they are very interesting. All right, (laughs) they are they are something special. I must say, a little on the weird side. And in mine, unlike your game, Phil, a word is a word and no other variations of that word, right? There's only that word in that specific tense, okay. that specific right. plurality, whatever. And what else? They are a little longer. That's and they're, fine. yeah, we'll just dive in. We'll dive right in. That's- Buzz in if you feel confident. Okay. Here we go. Yesterday, I was cooking for the family and I really needed some gravy for my roast. So I went down to the store called the best zesty breast and the rest for your roast. I couldn't find the gravy at the store. So I asked the store employee where I might find the gravy for my roast that I was cooking. He asked me what kind of roast I was cooking. And I answered duck, of course, but I have no gravy. He then asked me where I store my duck because his duck never stays fresh. I said, focus, sir. I've spent the last seven hours cooking for a score of family members who don't like duck roast without delicious gravy. The man got offended and decided that he would close the store early. I need gravy for my roast or my family will roast me alive, I screamed from outside the window. I could read the words on his lips as clear as the cookbook that I had been cooking from. He chuckled and gave me the finger, like I give a duck. Quite good. Quite good. That was a good story. Uh, okay.
1: Bravo to creativity. Since I forced you to go first, Devin, the first time, I believe it's only
0: yeah, fair that you I go... I suppose f- it's only fair, Devin, you should go first again. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> shall I go first? Shall you? Yes. Yes, okay. please. You shall. I'm going to go
0: with store. He goes with store. Yeah. Phil, what do you think?
1: I'm going to go with the obvious one because it's the one that I was keeping track of the most and it felt... Uh, it felt like the obvious answer. So I'm going to go with roast for the most.
0: And roast is the most correct. Yes. Ah. Roast was at seven, gravy at six, cooking, store, and duck were all at five, and family, if you're curious, was at three. All right. This one is a doozy. Get ready for I mean, this. the first
1: one was already.
0: All right, here we go. It was a warm autumn day, and I was strolling through the park when suddenly a Hummer pulled up onto the grass, blasting rock music and driving around like a madman. I could feel the poop almost blasting out of my rear as the giant car almost hit a giant rock. The Hummer pulled over next to me, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson stepped out. You can't park here, I told him. He loomed over me like a giant and said, Why don't you hop in? I told him that it wouldn't be so easy to seduce me. He then reminded me of just how many babes he's pulled by just being so damn charming. Let me rock your world, he told me with a smolder. His charm was intoxicating. His gaze pulled me close and pierced my heart. His presence was like a hummer, and my soul was like the park that he was blasting through just moments ago. Okay, Philip. I'm gonna go with rock. I'm gonna go with rock. It feels already appropriate. I think
1: it's gonna be close, but I think it'll be rock by the end. So, I'm locking in okay. it. Okay, locking in the All rockin'. Right.
0: Devin, you're you're more than welcome to just wait out and and see what see yeah, how I'm this plays wait out. It out. I got into his car that was no longer blasting rock music, but now was just serenely quiet. We watched the sunset together as Randall Park sat in the back telling jokes. I think you got it, Phil, but. I'm going to go with
2: blasting. <laughs> as you off.
0: should, blasting, yeah. Unfortunately, rock was correct. Yes. There were five rocks, including Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and only four blastings, four pulleds, as in the past tense of pull, mm-hmm. and four parks. Only three giant. Giants. Really? Yeah, only giant. three? Giant. All right, Only if, three. Uh,
1: if Hoffman is game, I'm willing to negotiate here with you, Devin. If okay. you are able to get within three sentence, sentences, and Hoffman will stop three sentences in, if you are able to correctly identify mm-hmm. the word within three sentences and lock yourself out, I will give you three points. But if I get it correctly, by the end, I get three points myself. Are you fine Deal. with that, Hoffman? Deal. Because he would need three points. In the the way way uh, let's
0: win. do two two points. Two points And for then that will take us to the tiebreaker. good. I always... Okay. I always, okay. Yep, right. sounds good. All right. And so I will stop after three. Sounds and good. And give Je- Devin a chance yeah. to, to guess. Okay. All right. Time can sometimes get away from you. When I was young, I thought I had so much left. Now here I am with no power left in my cabin, watching the apocalypse fall over the earth from my glassless window. Oh, s- that's not easy at all. <laughs> I mean, with with the length of this story, three sentences was never going to be very much. No, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm curious though, uh, Hoffman,
1: and feel free to answer this or not, is the word within those three
2: sentences? Yes. Ooh. Okay. Oh, gosh. Could I have you read it again?
0: I don't know. Phil, up to you. I don't think so, because
1: you're not able to read it. Okay. Yeah.
2: I just forgot all the words, but um I just I I guess I'll just go with time.
0: It goes with time. I was one of all the right, two gonna that I would, have, the story. I would have gone with. I'm gonna I'm gonna start over because I feel like the story needs to flow. Okay. Oh, yeah. And and that Devin's answer is locked yeah, in. I'm locked all in right. with time. Yeah. Time can sometimes get away from you. When I was young, I thought I had so much left. Now here I am with no power left in my cabin, watching the apocalypse fall over the earth from my glassless window. A single flake of snow falls down slowly with the ash. I look down, and at the same time there's one single cornflake left for me to eat. What will I do now? I remember every single friend of mine, the way they used to empower me to be the best version of myself. I remember how much time I wasted without them, and how I used to flake on them all the time. Look, I'm not saying I was a bad friend. I was just too concerned with power and dominion over this land. I pushed them away, and by the time I realized it, I was too late. The apocalypse had struck. I don't want to look for sympathy from anyone. Not that there's anyone left. It's just worth reflecting on the mistakes that I made. The time I felt like I had to flake out on my friend on Ash Wednesday just because I wasn't religious, and now here I am praying to a cornflake. Asking for the end and a respite from the great power of this apocalypse. Kill me now. Reduce me to the, to my flakes of dandruff, dandruff. My time has come. Oh, shit. I feel it? pretty confident. Yeah, <laughs> I know.
1: I think time just got there at the end. Um, but if it's not that it's, oh, I'm thinking it's either power or cornflakes, oddly enough, or not corn flakes, just the word flakes. Um, and just to be clear, Hoffman, because you said that there were no reiterations, so I just want to clear that up. Power and empower are utilized in the same
0: way? Good catch. Yeah, no, they're different. They're different. So empower and power are two separate. That, that I just want that to be clear. And and yeah. All right. So, so any plurals, any different tenses of verbs?
1: Dang. Yeah. And I think that that would have been it had that been the case. But since it's not, then
0: I'm going to go with flakes or flake. Okay. Flake. Flakes only appeared once. Flake appeared five times. Power only four. M power one. Friend three. Single three. Apocalypse three. Left four. Time seven. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Wow. wow. I got a bit. Did you like the stories? That was good. Well, the last was one was a one. bit of a bummer, but yes. Yes, it was g- <laughs> wonderfully crafted. I thought it was I thought it was, I don't know. I guess I I wrote the first two <laughs> earlier in the day and then the last one I wrote just before we got on here and I guess uh I guess the mood was just different. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, uh, my tiebreaker concerns Thanksgiving. You'll be glad to know. Yes. Yeah, whereas so my stories, except for the first one about cooking a roast, yeah. that one was thanksgiving Thanksgivingy. But the rest of them really weren't. Well, I mean, being seduced by Dwayne the Rock Johnson—that can be. I mean, what what else is that, there to be thank, thankful that's, for? That's a holiday that's in and of itself. My goodness. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So Hold on.
1: <laughs> I want to give a moment though to Deb. Way to pull that one out of your ass. I honestly did not uh, think you stood
0: an yeah, apple's chance. Yeah, I had chance. said that at that point. At that point, I had said it once. Right? I, I only said it once, and you wow. said
2: left twice. And if that's I, why was I was in confused, your, if I was I in was your. Like, sh- mm.
0: Yeah, if I was in your
1: shoes, Devin, I would have gone even like apocalypse. That's, that was where I thought it was going to go. So congratulations on tying this baby up mm. to making this tiebreaker matter. Way well, to You go. gave
2: me the opportunity.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So ever since 1934, football has been an integral part of Thanksgiving in the United States. Usually there are two or three games played on, on Thanksgiving Thursday. But what I want to know from you guys, because all three of us met in Los Angeles and now today there are two Los Angeles teams, the Los Angeles Chargers and the Los Angeles Rams, both dear, dear teams of mine. I love, I love both teams. They're great. How many game Thanksgiving Day games have they played combined? Specifically the The, Rams and the Chargers, or... The Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles Chargers have each played so many games, add those two games together, closest wins, and we will go to Devon first. Hmm. And, And just to be clear... The era when the Chargers were the San Diego Chargers counts, as well as the eras when oh. the Rams were the St. Louis okay. Rams and the Cleveland Rams. Those all count. Oh. We're talking about the franchise, the the Rams and the Chargers, no matter the city. Right now, they are gloriously Los Angeles teams. Okay. That does boost it, doesn't it? All right. Yeah. So that's not more counting. Okay. All right, Devin, you ready to hazard a guess?
2: I feel like it might be more, but I'm going to totally blind guess it right here and say, and this is all time, right? Forever? I yeah. want say.
0: Yeah, effectively ever. But I think the first one was in the 1920s even. Oh. Uh, that- of any team, not okay. not specifically the Los Angeles teams. That changes
2: <laughs> my answer just a bit. So I'm going to go 77. Ooh. 77. Wow. I feel like I'm totally off. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it
1: behooves me to go either 76 or 78. I just don't think that there were many natural games that fell on Thanksgiving early on because I know that somewhere in, like, I want to say, like the late 70s, Jared Jones of the Dallas Cowboys initiated and said hey we the dallas cowboys will play on thanksgiving the only catch is you the commissioner at the time paul tagliabu could cannot or will not we will only sign a contract that we the cowboys will exclusively be made sure to play on thanksgiving day we don't care who our opponent is but we will made sure to be playing on thanksgiving day it was them and the lions Mm -hmm. i will say this maybe i shouldn't yeah, um, and so <laughs> since uh, since it was those two teams that have been stuck in there, there's a higher chance that they've played against the NFC rival of, uh, of the Rams, far more than the San Diego Chargers. So I think the Chargers aren't going to be able to hold up their end of the bargain here too much, which would lead me to, especially since it was the 80s, I think since the 80s, I think maybe in the 90s was like the second game invention and then – Recently, I want to say in like since 2010, there was like three games implemented, and most of those feel like they've been Ravens and Steelers. This is all useless football knowledge that is actually just helping me now, maybe, or it's leading me down the wrong path. But I do want to say, Jesus Christ, I do want to say 76.
0: You're both wildly off. Mm-hmm. I felt one like of that. you is closer. I'll give you a little a little bit of context here. The team that has played the most thanksgiving day games by far cowboys. is the detroit lions yeah detroit lions and Cow- nope the detroit lions with 81 far more than the cowboys oh, with 53 and oh, wow. so yeah the the team with who's never played a thanksgiving day game is the jacksonville jaguars yeah. yeah and with only one the tampa bay buccaneers and both with five the rams and the chargers okay wow uh, I was going to go like Five 27. each, so 10 was My the correct 20. answer. And in fact, um, the Chargers, Phil, have played far more recently than the Rams. The most recent uh, Rams Thanksgiving Day game was in the 70s, whereas the Chargers played in 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah, I actually remember the Chargers playing in a game recently, and I was just... And that would have been... As as the Los Angeles Chargers, in fact. Uh in fact, yeah. I'm I, I guess you would if it was the seventies, the honestly, Phil, I think you should cut most of this part out, but but the Rams would have would have never played Thanksgiving Day game as the St. Louis Rams. Yeah. If it was in the 70s. Phenomenal. All right. So that
1: means that I win the tiebreaker. I win our Good game. Job which means I get a skip and stroll next week. And now I have something new to be thankful for. So thank you, Devin. Appreciate all that you did for us today. You did the Lord's work on this fine, fine (laughs) (laughs) Thanksgiving, uh, released episode. God bless you. Uh, what, uh, uh, what is your Thanksgiving, uh, food that you're looking most forward to this week, Devin, as, as we say,
2: I feel like it has to be the pumpkin pie. Wow. Okay. That's, that's what I'm looking forward to that. And a honey baked ham.
1: And a honey baked ham. Mm. He says, Glaze his ham. Yeah, glaze's mm-hmm. ham in honey and he'll mm-hmm. eat it so tenderly. All right, Devin.
0: Thank All right, you. well, thank you. Thank you so much, Devin. Uh, and thank you to Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. as well oh, for course. for being with us in spirit. Devin, do you have anything to plug before <laughs> we let you go?
2: I honestly don't have anything to plug,
0: but you guys are awesome. Thank and you. I oh, love yeah, well, we you're. Both. tremendously awesome as well and we look forward to hopefully having you back on soon not in not in another 42 episodes that sound good yeah yeah
2: let's definitely do it
0: thank you great thank you for having me on guys and with that win
1: i'm officially naked because i'm streaking baby i'm now at 16 and 20 to david's 16 and 20 with his loss we are tied baby (laughs) That's
0: right. Slap. Slap it. Boom. All right, I'm gonna go first here. That slaps. I have been once again on this crazy bad sons trip and, and they I just discovered a bunch of new songs from them that I guess we're recently added to Spotify. They weren't there before, and now they're there, and they're great. And I am going to recommend to you guys the song Baby Blue Shades. It's a groovy name for a song, and it is a groovy song. I think you guys should listen to it. Baby Blue Shades by Bad Sons. Check it out. It slaps. Well, what type of
1: that slaps would it be if i didn't theme my my uh, my selection this week of course mine is going to be something that i mentioned somewhat earlier of course it's going to be from what i spoke of earlier not the epic sax song because the song on mass is is being dwarfed by the saxophone solo
0: but the much yeah the, the rest of the song is 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 fairly unimpressive by comparison absolutely so i'm going to
1: go with the more impressive and more utilized sax song that i enjoy from the same band and that's from uh, sunstroke project their single hey mama oh it's quite good it is quite good (laughs) hey mama
0: by sunstroke project all right i was i was worried you've had you've had some shaky ones especially in recent weeks man things that uh that questionably slap but uh i'm I'm all right with that one absolutely it slaps It, it it takes you upside and
1: takes you out to the barn and slaps you silly while touching your let's go to the next part
0: well, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to our Thanksgiving episode. And we have some other thank yous. First of all, to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on the show. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much to Tara Amstutz and Josh Hans for their wonderful design work
1: into and around the podcast. Of course, you make it sound and look pretty, guys. Thank you so, so much.
0: And thank you to you, the listener. Thank you to Devin, our guest, and to Dwayne The Rock Johnson once again. Thank you so much for for your ethereal presence in this episode. We're just so grateful. And it's a lot of thank yous, and it's finally over. Check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on whatever. We are everywhere. Follow us on Instagram, at powwow underscore podcast. We post a lot of promo videos there. And thank you for listening.
1: Why don't we go around the table and state what we each are thankful for this Thanksgiving. Billy? Well, I'm thankful for the mashed potatoes. Ha ha
2: ha
1: Grandpa Joe? Well, I'm thankful that Aunt Martha ain't here anymore. Ha ha ha. Oh, Grandpa Joe. And what about you, Billy? I'm thankful that we finally got that bear out of the house.